Cheers. <laughs> you <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I gotta try to clip that out. Hilarious. <laughs> Knock that shit off, dude. That's nasty. Nasty. You're nasty, man. <laughs> Uh, Peekaboo, you fuck you. I see you, you motherfucker. Do you want to talk or do you want to bet? We had two bags of grass, 75 pellets of mescaline, five sheets of high powered water acid, a salt shaker half full of cocaine. A whole galaxy of multicolored uppers, downers, screamers, lappers. Also a quarter tequila, quarter rum, case of beer, pint of raw ether, two dozen animals. Counting cards is a foolproof system. It's also illegal. It's not illegal, it's frowned upon, like masturbating on an airplane. I'm pretty sure that's illegal too. Yeah, maybe after 9-11 where everybody gets insensitive. Thanks a lot, Finbot. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Vegas Confessions, uh, episode 23, I believe. What are you guys up to? Doing good. How are you? Surviving Life the game. Life is good, my friend. Back on land. <laughs> yeah, How by was the way. trip, Bradley? <laughs> yeah. It was a good trip. It was, uh, I don't know how much of it uh, makes sense for Vegas Confessions, but everybody had a good, good time, and uh, yeah, good stuff. That's awesome. Uh, I would love to do a cruise. However, I was in the Navy, and I'm deathly afraid that if I went on a boat, somebody would make me paint the son of a bitch. So I just haven't done cruises <laughs> just for that reason. But, man, welcome back. Um, it has actually welcome back everybody. This has been kind of a long gestation period, I think. You know, I know we had some out last week that had some live recordings and, and such for you guys to listen to. But really, we haven't, goddamn, we really haven't talked to each other for a couple of weeks. And I, I got to say, I'm kind of missing you fuckers a little bit. It's been a while. <laughs> it has been a while. Um, so what we're going to do, uh, we're going to get back to you, our regular routine for the most part. Um, we're going to do some actually live coverage of just us mannering back and forth about our trip. You know, this was a unique oceans trip. Uh, it was really cool what we did. Um, we got shout outs on our side. We'll cover AC, we'll cover Laughlin and, you know, hopefully, uh, give everybody love that went on the trip and make everybody that didn't go on the trip a little jealous. You know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> but on my side for shout outs, um, and I really don't want to miss anybody and they're really, it wasn't 30 people rolling in, but it was just really cool because it was a small group and everybody did something. Um, first of all, Chris G, uh, just for donating the rooms, providing local entertainment. That was fucking awesome. Uh, Judan, Randy, Chris, uh, Tom, and Kyle, all for the bulk of the planning, you know, the fanny pack goodies. Uh, and of course, can't forget Shadow and Jerky of all things, which, by the way, I'm not bullshitting <laughs> when that's good because that jerky is pretty fucking good. Um, nice. And- Very nice to have our first sponsor. I think so. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Hopefully the masturbation didn't fucking throw him off. I hopefully we'll get him back. We'll we'll see what happens. We're a family run show. So um I also want to throw in there, and this is a new one for most people who were not on the Laughlin trip, but Chris G had some uh friends that came with him. Um Brown Sugar and Sharon. Yes. Hey. <laughs> Those are their names. They were friends of his. He used to work with one, and I guess uh, she retired or whatever. But uh, And her friend decided, hey, you know, nothing to do. We're going to leave Bullhead City and go tag along in Laughlin. And uh, they did the slot pull and everything with us. And it was really fun. It was a blast. So, you know, thank you, uh, you two, for that. And thanks, Chris, for bringing them. Um, Dennis, for being our token Midwesterner. Um, although, I don't know why the fuck we kept losing you. You know, it was a mystery. You just would fucking disappear. I don't know why. Um, and last but not least on the shout outs is Don Laughlin on my side. So thank you, sir, if you're listening. I'm not sure if you are, but thanks for the meet and greet. Anybody who's never met Don Laughlin, the guy pretty much founded the city, as you heard on the history uh, portion in the live podcast that we did. Um, and a quick nod to his five deep security force people, including the fucking bartender, because they were all making sure that my flash was definitely not on. That seemed to be a big thing. Um, otherwise, he's blind for an hour, or he turns into something. I'm, I'm not sure. Anyway, those are my those are my so shoutouts on my side. Shane, did you did you switch from Laughlin to Laughlin? You know, yeah, it I, sounds like it. Am I saying Laughlin now? I've been there. Say, I drank the water. <laughs> yeah. So now it's Laughlin. Yeah. You know, I mean, I had a great time, but not a lot of laughing. Mostly a lot of sweating. It's pretty damn hot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
so I, I kind of feel like we covered like the the people on the trip. So my shout out uh, goes to one Mr. Tim Lawson. Um, having a, uh, a a brief conversation with him actually led me to an upcoming interview that'll be uh, probably in the next week or two. Um, and it's, it's pretty unique. So, uh, Tim, thanks for the heads up and, uh, I hope all the listeners will enjoy it in uh, time to come. So just again, a big thank you to everybody that came out, you know, everybody who brought their wives and just spent, you know, a couple of days with us. I mean, the people were a blast. And again, the times we had, I can't express enough how fun it is, man. And it really does make doing this podcast really fun to do. And that's just one of the best parts of doing this stuff. So again, thank you guys. And also a couple of happy birthday shout outs this week. We put one on Twitter this week, but to actually your wife, Shane, dancing queen. <laughs> yes, sir. She had her birthday this week and uh, our, our buddy at yo 11 had his 40th birthday. So happy birthday guys. Thank you. I'm sure she appreciates that. I did get the spankings in. So that's a good thing. <laughs> So I guess my next thing for you guys, I, I, my questions is, well, how the fuck, how was AC? Man, phenomenal. A little, a little, a little worried when we first got there and saw the weather. Bunch of fog everywhere, a little all musty and just, ugh, uh, I don't know how they do it. But damn, I was, I was in for a surprise that first day. And then, you know, it started getting real nice and shiny. But man, again, just too much fun. Again, Eric, great planning, great event. Yeah, thanks, Jay. I mean, I, I think everybody had a really good time. It was, um, well, not for Jay and Kelly. They they had an extended trip. But it was kind of like a whirlwind, you know? Like, everybody mm. came in. We only had, like, the two days. Um, but it was an awful lot of fun, you know, just like the Vegas trips. Nothing but good people and good times. And, uh, you know, a few stories to share. Well, share them. Yeah, I think we kind of had the same thing on the Laughlin. It was uh, like a couple days of just bam, 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 and then we were out. But I, God, I think we packed a lot of stuff into those days. I think one member of our group um, likes to drink tequila. Oh, oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! That's a bad and, fucking start right there. And, and, and after having a few shots of tequila. Um, like every five minutes he would want to whisper in one of our ears that he was drunk and that, you know, he had a secret. He had too much tequila. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to name any names, but it was an epically funny evening. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I hope, uh, uh, I hope he didn't have an epic hangover the next day. Um, Ugh. but you know, I won't, I won't say who it was, but it was an epic good time. <laughs> I sense a pattern, but you're very slick, sir. I, you know, we stayed fairly when it came to the drinking thing, you know, my wife and I kind of tried to tie one on, I think like Saturday, but again, there was so much shit going on. You know, we really, by the time things kind of was group gaming, everything kind of laxed down. And plus I will say, so on my side, for those of you listening a little bit on the live podcast, Fuck bingo. I just want to fucking say that. I mean, that ruined. I wanted so much just to drink beers and kick back and be cool, which is what Kyle next to me was doing. He was doing that fucking great because he did everything yeah. electronic. No, not this fucking dummy. I got papers. I'm stressing out. Randy's like, just just take this one away and you'll be fine. Just It's okay, dude. Calm down. People are taking pictures of me and I look like I'm, I'm taking the fucking ASVAB score. Oh, just fucking awful. It, it was a fucking blast, but boy. What's the difference in price between the paper and the electronic? I was going to ask. Honestly, I think like nine bucks, and but I didn't know. I was just going to go fucking old school. I'll grab some paper and go from there. It wasn't the cost. If I would have known, I should have just followed what Kyle was doing as he was skipping merrily back to the table with the electronic thing. I should have just known right there. Well, I, I think in general, just do what Kyle's doing is probably good advice, <laughs> Yeah, right? Usually. Like the guy's got a good head on his shoulders. He's got some shit figured out. If in doubt, just follow Kyle. And there you go. Yeah, note to self. I do have yeah. to say, and not to forget to mention, you know, when we were playing craps at Plaza, he tells me, hey, I want you to teach me how to play craps. I'm like, come on, let's go. So we go, and this guy knew how to play craps. He just didn't know the sucker bets, which was kind of a good thing for him, but this guy, he's smart as hell. Exactly right. When in doubt, just follow what Kyle does. 
No, no, he catches on. I will say he catches on. I, I think it's kind of cool, you know, for everything. And, you know, a big kudos, too, just for setting up the Red Dragon thing because he did all that to make sure that we had the, the live thing going on. And, um, yeah, he's doing well. He's moving up in the world, for those of you who know. Congratulations, by the way, sir. So, yeah. What are the juicy details on the AC side other than uh, the epic journey? <laughs> the epic journey that was good uh so the uh chain smoker beach concert that happened after we did the uh recording oh yeah and yeah the concert that was supposed to start at 12 o'clock <laughs> uh <laughs> you know they i mean it's a beach concert right and they they had to have security and you know all these things to to keep it what it was for me it was an awesome time but the band that i wanted to see didn't go on until like 4 30 oh <laughs> and why and yeah yeah and i'm on the beach with little kids and you know we're i mean we're having a good time and you know you could uh get some drinks which you usually can't do uh in new jersey beaches you know we're we're hanging you know i'm building sand castles kids are burying me you know all sorts of <laughs> beach stuff you're making while, that shit up no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not making shit up. That is, I mean, that's what you do with kids on a beach. Like we, you know, splashed in the water and that's all funny. that fun beach stuff, but we're, we're waiting for the concert and, you know, one o'clock comes, they're not on two o'clock comes. They're not on <laughs> three, three. I mean, I am a pale mother effer and <laughs> let me tell you, I was, you know, I was turning all sorts of red by around three o'clock. So uh, we didn't get to the end like uh, Jay and Kelly did, but man, you guys—you uh, had some good video. It looked like it was, uh, you know, you were really having a good time. Oh man, we had a blast. We had some good angles. We were in the middle of just the wildest crowd, a bunch of people enjoying themselves, and of course, you know, I got plenty of video, and I've been working on videos this week. Actually, I got us playing craps at Oceans. I got all kinds of different stuff coming out this week, so I'm really excited about that. Um, Another interesting one, my wife was actually really lucky this trip. So we had one of our gaming nights Saturday at Oceans, and she never showed up because she was on a hot roll at Bally. She actually hit the all-tall small, the bonus bitch, which led into our uh, our first all-nighter. And then one of the last nights, the uh, Wild Wild West had their new sports book open. So my wife goes down there, and uh, after we played a little over at caesars we went down there played some sports bet and uh my wife won a ticket but they couldn't pay it out um there was something wrong with the machines go figure the first night so they were having issues just paying out the ticket well they ended up calling the president down he came down and basically was super apologetic to the wife and they ended up paying her out her 400 dollar ticket and then they told her the president tells her why don't you go ahead and keep your ticket and when you get home, go ahead and fill it in and mail it out, and you'll get your winning check received in the mail. So she got an oh. extra check on top of winning her first thing, just for being patient, nice, of course. You know how Jesus she is. Christ, but um, just super grateful. She came over. She was like, you know what? My husband does a podcast, and we just think that's super cool and very gracious guy. So, you know, big shout out to Bally's guy running the sports book down there. I guess that was really cool. That's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. That is not like Caesar's Entertainment at all. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Uh, Yeah, no shit. Speaking of wild as well, Eric, I saw one of the wildest don't players ever in the history of me playing craps, man. This guy, anytime, so we were on a table, there was eight of us on the table, all at Bally's our last night, and we were all playing the don't. And so this guy's yelling, this table's corrupted, right? And the other table next to us is just looking at us like, ugh. So this guy grabs the dice on his roll, hits the seven, and he starts screaming, woo, seven! And the whole other table looks at us like, you motherfuckers, (laughs) man. It it was so funny, but just wild. I guess there was a junction flight that came in from Maine. And there was this guy, Bruce, that walked up, and he's like, hey, I know you're Julian. How you doing? Turns out he's a listener of the show, was really, really gracious oh, to cool. meet me and just had nothing but nice things to say about all of us and the show. And, you know, he was like, I didn't think I was going to catch you guys for the meetup, but I thought I'd catch you on a craps table your last day. So I'm really glad I got to catch up and meet up with you. So 
again, big shout out to Bruce. Just again, great people, a great freaking trip, man. Was he the guy that uh, posted in the Everything I See group? I'm pretty sure that's the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that was cool. I'm just kind of scrolling through, and I'll, oh, Julian from Vegas Confession. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, what? Oh, okay. So uh, worlds collide, right? Yeah. Too cool. Um, also, just one last thing for me on on the last day. I actually didn't gamble with the wife at all. She jumped on one table, and you know it was packed. And I said, you know what? It was no smoking, so I went to another table, and this happened at Caesars. I had a full day of don't playing, and I ended up cashing out about 900 bucks more than what I bought in for. And, you know, I just walked away from the table after gambling for about six hours thinking Tim Lawson would be very proud right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tim would be proud, and everybody else hates you just a hates little bit. Us. Yes, hates <laughs> us. <laughs> <laughs> That's how, you know what, and you talk about meeting people too, there was, well, not only Chris, um, there are some good people that we met that, you know, they've been listening to the podcast and, you know, they show up and, and I don't know if it's just us, it was, let me see, me, Chris and Kyle were sitting in a, a bar in, God, where was it? I think it was a river lodge down. It was some little brunch room. Might I add, you know, dollar fifty beers, happy hour type of, I mean, just phenomenal prices. Again, Laughlin type thing. And I see this dude come down and he's like, this must be the crew. He knew exactly who the fuck we were. He nice. knew what was going on. He just kind of strolled up and sat down. He goes, I figured it was you guys. And, you know, the whole time it's like, I'm trying to put the face in the name and the face in the name because that's, you know, they hear us, but they really don't see us other than if they're on Twitter active and what's going on. Um, but I think we've got a couple of added listeners too, just on the Laughlin trip. Um, people that just want to know what we were doing. We kind of were running in a herd of sorts. And they're just curious about what we're out and what we're doing. We had a uh, water taxi guy. So for those of you who have never been to Laughlin, they've got water taxis. And they go back and forth through all the all the casinos next to the river. There's only a couple that's across the way. Most of them, I think five all together, they're, they're kind of, they just drop you off. There's a little wharf in the back of every single one. And this fucking guy's like, he <laughs> goes. Oh yeah, you guys got a podcast. Oh, that's great, fantastic. You know who is it? Oh, Vegas. Da 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 da. Meanwhile, I'm asking him. I'm like, hey, so you know, I see all these jet skiers out here, and they're bouncing around, and there's tons of them. Like they're all over the place, and these guys, they're not paying attention to what they're doing. They've got they're riding on the they're turned around on the back of the seat as they're bouncing waves. Like it, you know, not being safety conscious, Mister Rogers over here. But I was a little concerned. <laughs> Wasn't too sure about what was going on. So I asked the guy, I go, hey, uh. I go, so you probably have maybe a few of these this summer. And he literally gets out of his fucking chair, leaves the steering wheel of the boat, and turns <laughs> around and goes, well, you have three or four summer. We have three or four a week. And he's looking at us as the boat's just me in the fucking water. <laughs> but, he, but he was interested in what was going on. It was just the whole vibe of Laughlin. Uh, it was just kind of amazing. I mean, yes, we make the jokes because it was hot. And it was pretty fucking hot, but just the, the, how the casinos are set up, how they try to cater to you, you know, there's not high-end, you know, restaurants like Bizarre Meats necessarily there that you would find in Vegas, but still quality food, where you want to go, you know, it just, they really treat you well. Um, I don't know if that's the same vibe. I mean, I've been to Atlantic City, but now with the Hard Rock opening up down there, did you guys make it kind of back and forth? Did you hit a few casinos on the way, I'm assuming? or Oh, Yeah. Went to everything, man. Hard Rock was pumping wildly, and AC was not a disappointment either, man. Very nice to see. I mean, just you've, I've heard so many stories about it before when it had closed, you know, when we were out there the last time and being able to see it. Too, too cool, man. Too cool. I actually, I don't think I left Ocean um, much at all. I, <laughs> we, we, we had that uh, dinner over at Budokan. Um, which, you know, brought us down the boardwalk. But other than that, I, I was at Ocean, I think, the whole time. I, I got a question about Laughlin, though, uh, before we steer back to Atlantic City. So I've, I've been to Laughlin. Uh, gaming was good, but it didn't feel to me like a destination that I would have made it a point to go back to. Hmm. Now, y you were you were with some really cool people. Right, right, Shane? Right, right. 
And I think with the group of people that you were with, we could have gone to Des Moines, Iowa, and it would have been fun. <laughs> Ouch. And that's that's Delaware. That's no that's 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 no disrespect to the fine people of Des Moines, Iowa. Um, <laughs> we could we could have got we could have gone to Philadelphia with these people, and I would have enjoyed it. Now, two cities I hate it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, one can hate me. Des Moines. I mean, I, I have no issue with Des Moines. I have no issue. Um, that's, a, that's an up and coming uh, city. I wish them well. So uh, my question is, do you think that you would have had a good time in Laughlin if you went by yourself or just you and Josephina had gone? You know, that's a good question. And I was thinking about that too. Um, so take, for example, you know, where we're at here and see, this is unique for me because we're not in a place where, how close are you from Jersey? Where you can go at two hours, two and a half? Where to you Jersey? Can, see, I live in Jersey. Jersey. Oh, you, oh yeah, I'm sorry. I thought you were actually further out in the suburbs. I didn't think, oh, my bus. Oh, I'm, I'm in, the, are, are you seeing how far am I from Atlantic City? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, an hour and a half. Okay, so an hour and a half, two hours, right? So it's an easy drive. Um, so where we're at here, and, and again, I'm, if we have Utah listeners, uh, um, it's much like Des Moines. I'm, I'm not trying to scare you away. Enjoy them. Listen to us. We're fine. But there's no, there's nothing, there's no entertainment here like that. So we have Windover that's 90 miles away. I would go there for a weekend and do something like that. Being that where Laughlin is, unless I will safely say if we had a chunk of time, say five days where we're going to go to Vegas. I think I would probably take one of those days and shoot past Vegas and hit Laughlin for a night and just party you there would. because of the atmosphere. It's just kind of a kickback or reverse it where you would do Vegas and then maybe head to Laughlin and kind of decompress and then head back because the drive's really not give or take about an hour roughly from where I'm at. I, I would say that. I mean, it's it's not – I wouldn't say for those of you who have never been out there, and, and I don't want to lead you wrong, but I – Oh my God, but Destin, don't close your eyes and point at a globe and you land on Laughlin. You're like, <laughs> don't pick Laughlin for that because that's not going to work. But, you know, if you're close to Vegas and you just want to something a little bit more affordable, some downtime, and you're not in Vegas only for like three days, but you're there for five, I would, I would go. I would say go. Okay. So, I mean, I asked the question of you specifically because. When I went to Laughlin, my takeaway was, all right, if I wanted to gamble on the cheap, this would be a good place to be. But sure. you don't you don't really gamble yeah. that much. No. So 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 other than drinking, what would you do for 3 days there? Well, again, I don't think I would do 3 days. I think I'd do a quick like overnight weekend type thing. And I will say with that being said, I don't gamble a lot because I'm not really if I'm anything, I'm a slot guy for the most part. But every time I touch the machine, and this might be why I kind of curb my way, every time I touch the machine, Friday, Saturday night, I double my money. Whether I put in 100, whether I put in 60, whether I put in 200, every time I double my money, got and walked away. I, I never did that in Vegas. I never hit that in Vegas. The only machine that fucked me over was Elvira. Thank you for that one, by the way, Elvira. You and I have some talking to do. <laughs> But, I guess if there's a machine you want to be fucked over by, that's probably the one. <laughs> you know what? I'll take that. <laughs> Actually, one or twice. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, there's some entertainment there. There's you know, a movie theater attached to one of the casinos. That, you know? And you ask, you ask about Laughlin. A buddy from Alaska who's actually a listener emailed me the other day and told me that he was down in Arizona, him and his wife. And they took a drive up to Vegas. They were going up that way. Actually, they were going up towards Denver because that's where they were going to fly out of in a few days. But they had spent two weeks in the States. And so when they drove up, they actually ended up staying a night in Laughlin. They had never been. It was their first night. He was super excited that the room he got, the room rate was 15 bucks, And he said <laughs> he had a great time gambling. He even went on a run in 115-degree heat. Uh, Kudos to you, brother. But from Alaska? Just, yeah. Oh, he had. He had a good time. He said, you know, he would go back. And, you know, it's again, it's not for everybody. But if you can find things to do, there's there's things to do. I, I, I don't I don't mind it. It's a good time. No. And I think, too, with that, again, you know, I'm the history guy. This podcast Hoover Dam is a lot closer there than it is. I mean, there's things you can see that are really 
close. There's a ghost town, I guess, that's outside of Laughlin. I, I don't know what direction, you know, that's kind of a tourist place. The river's there. I honestly don't think I would pick going in freaking July like we did. But, uh, you know, if you did it like you're doing fall time, you know, you got the Colorado River. It's still 75, 80 degrees. Rent a jet ski, do that, paddleboard, wherever you want to do. It's just, it's a different atmosphere. You know, kind of cool. Okay. I'm sold. When are we going? <laughs> well, not Let's July. Do it. Again. <laughs> not July. Not July. Um, would now be a good time to mention another trip that's being planned that uh, some of us are working on? I was going to say, yeah. yeah I think it. so. All right. So uh, our buddy Mississippi Rob uh, reached out to me a while ago and said, hey, why don't we try to get some people together for a trip to Biloxi? And I've never been to Biloxi. Um, So I reached out to a couple of people and there is definitely uh, a quorum being formed. So it looks like November 30th. December 1st, leaving December 2nd, is going to be a group of us meeting up in Biloxi. I don't know uh, which uh, casino yet. I have emails out to um, a couple of hosts at different properties to see who can take care of us. Um, But it's looking, uh, unless somebody comes up with something better, it's looking like it'll either be Beau Rivage or the Golden Nugget. So, uh, um, that's, that's probably our, uh, one, two combination. Um, if you are so inclined, reach out to me at E Rosenthal 1029 on Twitter. I'll get you into the private group. Um, either of you guys think a uh, trip to Biloxi is in your future? You know, I was just going to ask you Biloxi. What, what is in Biloxi? Mm-hmm. Like how big is that? If you need to compare it to something, uh, I don't really know. How big? I mean, I know they have. I think they have like six casinos. Okay, something like that. Huh. Um, I, I I don't really know. Biloxi has not been on my radar at all. If, if you ask me last year, what's the likelihood that I would go to <laughs> Biloxi? I'd say oh, probably eventually, but uh, you know, I don't know when. Right. But uh, Veasan had something going on down in Biloxi, and it looks like Mississippi is going to have sports betting. Uh, so there might be a Gil Alexander sighting, and that kind of sparked everything back up again. Oh, okay. Um, and Mississippi Rob, he was uh, he was the catalyst. So how about shout out to Mississippi Rob to uh, you know get get a little uh, get together going. You know, hopefully we'll get a, a good, good group. I hope I'm going to pronounce his name correctly. Joe Rafalowski. I hope it's Rafalowski. I apologize if it's not, brother. Um, he has a, a website, Southeast Gaming, I believe it is. He's a good guy. I met him in Vegas. We talk sometimes on Facebook. He's one of the uh, moderators of the the Craps group on Facebook. And uh, the man has the patience of a saint to put up with that group. <laughs> um <laughs> he he really does like i i consider leaving that group i think every other day but uh he's going to be joining us he sent me a message today uh tim lawson's going to try to be down there uh even Vito said that this is the trip that he's going to try to make so uh, and uh oh chris moore from texas he's coming so we've got got a solid handful of people and then i've got a whole lot of maybes you know, I think they're going to uh, make their decision once the details are a little bit more firmed up. Uh, but that'll that'll be good. So very hmm. late November hmm. or early December, Biloxi. Here we go. That's interesting. Actually, every time you say Biloxi, I just picture like Biloxi Blues, that movie. That's all I can picture about Biloxi. I don't really know much about that side at all. I don't think I've been that far. That's cool, too, because he's been reaching out a few times saying, hey, when are we going to do a trip down south? When are we going to do a trip down south? Right. Well, now you got it, Rob. Right. Too cool. Well, but yeah, and it was a, the same thing cool. for, like, Chris G. with Laughlin. He's like, you know, yeah, he goes to, to Vegas. But, well, for example, right. um, Keith came, and, and he's actually from Scottsdale, Arizona. So he's not really that far away, you know. So he's like, oh, this is cool. He And I and I asked him the same question that you asked me, Eric. He's like, well, how often do you come here versus Vegas? And he's like, you know, yeah, I mean, he comes up every couple months. He usually tries to come. It's close. It, it's cheap gambling. You know, you can probably, you know, you can make your bets bigger and better to go farther here. 
Um, really nice guy, but you know, kind of the same thing, kind of the same thing, what you're looking at, what you're doing. So what else happened in Laughlin that didn't make it to the, uh, live podcast? Uh, you know, it was a matter of, again, it was quick. I will say though, the one thing that really surprised me was, and, and we, you know, we talked a little bit about it on the live show, but you know, when you're looking at the demographics of, of who goes to Laughlin, I really didn't see a bunch of walkers around. And when I say walkers, I mean old people with walkers. I never really saw that. I, there really wasn't a lot. You know, we were kind of spread out. They were here and there. You could see some locals. They were around. Um, but, you know, usually at nighttime, we kind of sprung up um, and went from there. That really wasn't. But when we went, actually, we did the slot pull. We started in Harris. Holy shit. That beach in Harris. They had a DJ sitting down. And Julian, you've been to Laughlin, right? Oh yeah, three yeah, times. Well, and Eric too. But uh, have you guys ever been like during the day where it's where it's you know you see it, it, Harris? What's your impression of Harris? That's on the Harris other side. Harris is my favorite. We've stood there all three times. So we've driven oh, okay. there once, flown in twice, and just it, it's fun, man. They have the VIP parties outside with, like you said, the right, DJs out right. by the pool. I mean, the on Sundays they close down basically a whole side of the casino and they do all kinds of TVs and stuff for the football games. They put them on projectors. I mean, mm. it's fun. It's fucking fun, man. I it, like it. It blew my mind. I fucking we pulled in with this water taxi again. The same guy that walked away from the goddamn steering wheel. We pull in. <laughs> we come up to the walkway and it was fucking pumping. Like the beach was full. They had they had a DJ out there. They had it was just kind of a nice little vibe property. Um, the other one I really liked was actually, uh, the river lodge just because how it's set up a bunch of like kind of mini casinos in one, mm-hmm. uh, kind of cool how it was, you know, the one thing we did the slot poll and the winner of that was actually Chris Kim and he walked away and I think, with, ah, God, I, I think it was a little under 20, it's like $17 or something. By the time it was done, we really didn't do a good job. Um, I gotta say, I think Janana and Randy, they did, I don't think two all-nighters but i know for sure they did one and kyle tried to hang in there but i caught like yeah. tweets from 5 30 in the morning you know so they didn't make it to the actual live podcast till like uh 1 ish 2 ish they rolled in you know with his jerky bags yeah. so you know well i saw a couple of videos of uh, jay and kelly walking the boardwalk at like <laughs> 7 o'clock in the morning oh i know i saw so, those uh, jesus christ Go ahead, young buck. Why don't you why don't you tell us about those nights? <laughs> yeah, we pulled two all nighters out of the four. Um, the first one, I tried to hang out with you guys. I think I ended up passing out about four thirty. So maybe maybe not considered a full all nighter. But you guys, man, were, it was just too much fun to miss out on. And you know, it was just really interesting to hear and find out a lot of things between dealers working two different places, and you know, about a hundred dealers leaving it. Caesars and Bally's to go work at Hard Rock and Ocean because, you know, they're looking to be the new faces in the new places. That's crazy. And when you said on our last podcast, when we recorded with the other guys, that you couldn't be backed off in New Jersey at, at Blackjack. You know, I was like, dang, that was really interesting. So just that couple of notes from the trip, man, that, that one stuck out with me a lot. And, you know, when we talked about it later in the day and you were like, yeah, they can make it very uncomfortable. Like, I've never thought about that. You know, it's just really interesting to find out. Well, that's kind of crappy, though, in a way, you know, that they can kind of do that and pull. I mean, you know, again, they're just trying to make their bread and butter at a certain point. So, huh, that's a bummer. Well, I know Hard Rock's kind of coming up there. So we'll see what that looks like. I think that maybe breathe new life into AC a little bit. I don't know. What do you think, Eric? Uh, I haven't seen Atlantic City like this in a long time. So it's uh, it's a especially the boardwalk, you know. Yeah. Uh, the marina had the marina had been holding its own, you know. Borgata is probably still the class of Atlantic City, um, but you know, the Seminole Tribe has a lot of money, a lot of money, and uh. they are throwing it around. You know, the sign up offers for new players were incredibly rich and incredibly <laughs> generous. And they spent a lot of money marketing, and they've got live music all the time. And I really, I haven't, uh, I still haven't signed up at Hard Rock. I haven't even really like, given it a chance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in love with Ocean. So you know, yeah. Hard Rock. <clears throat> excuse me, Hard Rock's. I, I'm probably not their target demographic, but 
I was listening to do for a win and they just stated hard rock and they were talking about how great the, um, Asian games room is there. And now it's got me thinking like, huh, I want to go mm-hmm. check out hard rock. Oh, so, I never thought about yeah. that. Huh? Yeah. That, uh, the place that we did the live podcast was actually the, the red dragon casino. It was a little, again, a mini casino in the big casino, but it catered right. to Asians and they had Asahi and they had Sapporo and some, some of the Asian beers, but they had a little room up with well, actually they had two, which was funny. They had one that was off to the side that was, uh, you rent it by the hour and it was a karaoke room that was all isolated. <laughs> and then they had a pachinko room right next to that. And for those of you oh, who no know kidding. anything about Asian, yeah, they had a little, all these pachinko games. I was like, wow, this is kind of cool. You know, I haven't seen that huh. since I left Japan. So. Wow. Yeah. I haven't seen active pachinko ever. I've only seen like, uh, um, like people had it in their home. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Well, and these were right. a newer was- machine. They weren't the ones where I'm used to the old where you actually do that. You feed the balls in, you see them, and you do you know everything yeah. down. These are they're, they're updated, you know, but it's still pachinko and it's still a slot built for that. Um, just very interesting. They probably had twelve in there in the room lined up. Um, granted, nobody in there. However, they had it, so it was interesting. Wow. It- I was watching a documentary. I think I saw something like that's the most addicting gambling game in in Asia. Like, yeah, that's crazy, man. It is. It is. I've seen. I well, again, not to date myself, but we would be out in Tokyo or the you know the suburbs, and you see these businessmen get off work at seven, eight at night, and they'll sit there and they'll chain smoke and play pachinko till four in the morning, and then go to work at like eight. Like it, it just really is. It's fun, and they're full. They're jam packed. All the pachinko parlors, you know. I, I never really, I never try to dive into what they were, but you know, just very interesting to see. So yeah. So pachinko, and and, and I don't know where I heard this. So forgive me for uh, not giving attribution properly, but somebody was talking about it recently. Um, that pachinko wasn't considered gambling. Like it's a big deal that Japan is now letting uh, very specific uh, casinos in, in in the, I don't know, the next uh, X number of years. Mm. But they had these pachinko parlors and apparently they were playing for prizes. Like we would play at a arcade or ski ball, but that, but then the prizes would be bought by somebody on the black market for cash. <laughs> so it was like there is this third-party way of it right. being gambling. Like they must have been very specific prizes that somebody would want. I'm, I'm not entirely sure. Um, you know, better than the toys that I get at, um, you know, the Playcade Arcade or anything like that. Right, right. The little, you know, you throw the fucking dart at the balloon and you get the little mirror four by six in Charlie Davidson sign. Yeah, nothing like that. I found that funny yeah. because that was that was part of Japan. They would, and I never figured out. I was like, these are grown men. And I'm looking at their ward wall of what they get for what they do. But then, yes, there was another. So you, they basically just add a step into to get from point A to point B to get their winnings and what they want to do. And and it's all black market. It's it's a weird. I'm sure it's gotten worse, you know, since I left there, but uh you know, yeah, there's some people and anyway, by the way, anybody who really has a a beat on pachinko, that, you know, call in or write us. I, that's interesting. I mean, that whole game, Please. especially being that that's all of a lot of Asia is, is like that. Like Julian was saying, it, it's just kind of crazy. Gambling in general in other world countries. Pulling all nighters for sixteen packs of bubble gum. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, fucking crazy. But uh, yeah. they, they, yeah, they had that there. So I think that was cool. And with the River Lodge, they had casinos that were themed all different. You know, they had a an Asian one. They had a, I think there was an Irish one that was upstairs, and they had a little bit of everything. It was kind of a, I want to say a strip mall, but it's like if you walked into a place, you have your main casino up top, then you go downstairs, and yep, there was a bowling alley down there. Um, it was, it was interesting. I'm going to say it was very interesting. Um, I will say this real quick and then kind of recap on my side, but, uh, number one, just fun all around. But we, so we packed up on Sunday. Um, we kind of said our adieus and we left and we got on the road. Chris Kim was soon after us. Um, uh, Kyle and myself and Chris went back to Vegas and then we, I flew dancing queen out on that day. We kind of went early and actually checked out the pepper mill for the first fucking time. Never been there before. 
Um, interesting. I mean, don't go at lunchtime. That was probably a bad idea. But, you know, really cool. You know, history, you know, it's what it is. Not too bad for the for the affordable food you get. Uh, took some pictures of Resorts World that's still being built. Jumped to casinos that we really hadn't had a chance to jump to. I went to Boulder Station. Um, went out to New Orleans, which we've never been in. And I have either one of you guys made a trip out to New Orleans or out to those ones that kind of set across the freeway and down? No, I haven't been that way, no. Are you talking about the Orleans on Tropicana? Yeah. No. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, so it's 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 off of Tropicana, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I kind of, I don't know, I kind of like Orleans. It's kind of cool. They got to, you know, there's things themed. It's, you know, I want to go there just to hang in Vegas there. But I don't think it's that bad, necessarily. Um, drinks were good. They had TGIF Fridays. They have you know, your basic, you know, your basic restaurants. They do have an oyster bar there, which I'm, I love a good oyster bar because you, there's a handful in Vegas, but a good one is hard to find. Um, so we did that. We flew her out, hooked up with Chris, and I was doing stuff for another research thing. And we were heading up the road to this Bonnie Springs Ranch. That's it's about twenty twenty five something miles out of um, out of just off the strip. If anybody has ever been into or in the middle of a flash flood, and I don't know if either of you guys have been, I never have. I've never been in a place where the ground just doesn't take the water. Holy shit. It was like a river. They cut it off. You can't go this way. Basically, we never made it up that way. But there is a town, and Chris is going to talk a little bit more in depth with it on his because I actually did an interview up there. But there's a little tiny town um, called Blue Diamond. And it's really, really small. There's a new pizza parlor there and a little beer place. But it is such a – it's one of those things where when you find these things that are not really on the strip, but they're far enough – they're close enough where it's an easy drive, you know, for some – even somebody that rents a car. It's really cheap to get to. And you just kind of want to go explore and get off the hustle and bustle what's going on. Keep in mind places like that. You know, again, Blue Diamond, really neat – they get bicycle tourists coming down. Um, it actually goes over the pass and drops into Death Valley eventually, um, which I know doesn't sound good at all. But uh, but it's just it's really kind of cool. It's really close. It's quaint. Um, I think there was a bed and breakfast. I don't think there is anymore, but there are campgrounds in that area for those of you who want to camp without trees or water or plants of some sort. Yeah, there's <laughs> campgrounds up there. Anyway. Um, just kind of cool. So, You're you know, us, brother. yeah, I know, I know. It's amazing. So it, it's an exploring time where you want to kind of get off of something and it's so close to Vegas. You wouldn't even really know that you're literally 25 minutes away. It, it just kind of blew my mind. You know, it blew both of our minds. It was kind of a cool, quick little side trip. Um, yeah. You know, and that was kind of the, the wrap up. And we went there for a couple of days and, and did some uh, research and interviews in, in Vegas. But um, all in all, you know, the trip for Oceans was great. I feel, and yeah, it sounds like you guys had a had a, any last minute thoughts, feedback, anything. Uh, all right, so this is not Atlantic City, but it was it was uh, it came out of that uh, interview or that that live recording that we did uh, with the group in the uh, at Ocean. Doctor Kev had asked me uh, the frequency with which I go to Atlantic City and or Vegas. And this wasn't planned or scripted. And I answered to the best of my recollection at the time. Well, a listener actually emailed me to say that he believes that my frequency was wrong <laughs> and that, um, that my, my answer was incorrect basically. And you know, when you do a podcast, you put yourself out there, right? So any any feedback is always welcomed, and it doesn't always have to be positive. And there was a little bit of a negative tone to the email, but I'm, I'm a little curious about somebody who follows me enough that they know the frequency with which I am at certain places, so uh, I did reply, and uh, sir, I thank you for listening, um, but if you're marking your calendar with the amount of trips that I take and where I'm going, the next step is probably a restraining order. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I was going to fucking um, say, it was, that's it was, stalker it was a little territory. <laughs> it, was, it was a little creepy, I'm not going to lie. 
Um, but thank you for caring enough to document uh, my leisure calendar. Oh my God. That's I, dude, you better park your car close to the building and make sure that you're watching yourself for a little bit from <laughs> for a week or two. Ah, I mean, it's neat to have fans, but hmm. Damn, yeah. I thought we were boys and all, and we don't even know that kind of shit. <laughs> no shit about my that. wife doesn't know that kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was busting out dates, and I was like, "My God, like I, I you know better than me. I won't argue with you. I, I, I guess you're right. I'm wrong. I don't know what to tell you." Thanks for. Oh my god. I, I guess I guess this is a uh, uh, Vegas Confessions retraction. Uh, you know, based on <laughs> new news, uh, apparently the numbers I gave Dr. Kev were wrong. My bad. That's fucking bad. You know what? And that's funny because when you say put ourselves out there, it does happen. Uh, oh, yeah. The other side of, you know, the other podcast, Strange Uncles, I actually got an email this morning from a very nice gentleman, kind of the same thing. And he wrote, hey, you know, I have a surprise for you guys. Um, send me an address. And so I'm like, oh, you know, so I email back. I'm like, well, as long as it's not live anthrax, laugh out loud. And then there's a pause and I get an email back saying, not promising anything. Oh, shit. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, it happens. You know, you never know. God. Well, here's my address, buddy. <laughs> I gave him your address, Julian. No so look shit. for that package yeah. and see if that's coming your way. So... And remember, I, folks, any any emails where you're unhappy and you just want to tell us about how much we suck, please send it to doforawin do at gmail.com. Win. That's right. <laughs> we can't stress that enough. That is our that is our hate email right there. Go ahead that way. They will answer back promptly. So yeah. yeah. I do have one thing to end on from our trip. I will say the one thing that stuck out to me is, you know, when before we went. Listening to the do for a win guys talk about, you know, what the, what the numbers are going to look like after the first month of operations and, you know, from each casino and stuff. And I think I just I had this conversation with John B. Or I think it might have been Eric. I just think Hard Rock might have the advantage because they have, you know, the boardwalk, the rides, the steel piers out there. Or as Mitch would say, the iron pier. But yeah. I, I, I think the place was just live every single night. And I think one thing I really, really enjoyed is where they have a bunch of different kiosks that you can sit at. And there's a big screen up front with roulette, a, a couple of different version blackjack games and a, a bubble crafts game where you can actually play the four different games all at one time. So I actually used my free play on that and doubled up and cashed out. So that was actually really fun. So, Pretty cool to see. That's neat. Nice. You know, and the whole thing is, you know, yeah, we're Vegas Confessions, but there's so many other places that we can go and we can see. And this is just a good example of it. You know, I maybe we're boring you guys with this trip report, but, you know, it's fucking fun. It was fun. You know, we'll do others. Like I said, you know, we're kind of around the area. Eric, sometimes more than others. I have you on the calendar. I know where you're going. <laughs> we're so, counting now. Yeah, yeah. Now we're counting. Now, now it's a fucking pool. So the other trip that I wanted to talk about, uh, Oceans 14, we're getting together again in Las Vegas. And this time we'll actually be in the city of Las Vegas. Um, the host property is going to be the Plaza. Big shout out to Ashley, who hooked me the F up. Nice. I had, I had um, some modest requests, and she was like, oh yeah, how about this? And like basically way more than i asked for so <laughs> ashley ashley thank you thank you thank you uh looking forward to uh our return to the plaza with friends um we're gonna be doing a live podcast at the plaza how's that gonna work jay so we are gonna be doing a live podcast at the plaza like eric said at pop-up pizza and of course we've told you guys about the place in the past and you know, when we talked to them and we were setting it up our last trip, they said, hey, you know what? Why don't you guys come out here, bring your folks, eat some pizza, have a good time, gamble, come hang out. We'll actually put a little spot right here for you guys to do your podcast and do your thing. And we'll actually hook up the audio inside the casino and feed the audio through so everybody can hear the podcast. I thought that was just really neat. Very gracious. So, again, we have some big, big 
breaking news details coming out next week. You know, we got some final touches to finish up. But again, we are excited to be back in Las Vegas. This is November 9th through the 11th. It's the marathon weekend. We have friends coming in from all over that are participating in the marathon. So, And uh, I think we're going to be participating in the marathon. So it should be fun. Whoa, 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 whoa. Not the marathon, my man. I, I signed up for the 5K. And I'm oh, going to tell yeah. you, for, for my right for my fat ass, that is a stretch, and I'm going to make it happen. It's a commitment. Um, I believe Phil States is running the marathon. Yeah. Um, I know uh, Christina is probably running the marathon. I think Kyle signed up for the half marathon. Chris Kim, I believe, signed up for the half marathon. Uh, but 5K is all you're getting out of me, and you might have to drag me across the finish line. Well, I will drag you across the finish line because I'll be doing that one with you. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Shane? You in? Nope, I am not a runner. I did plenty (laughs) of running in the Navy, and um, I'm a fast walker. If there's a fast walk marathon, I'm right there. If not, no. Well, you can you can fast walk it. I yeah, mean, it, you can walk fast. Jesus, I don't have. I'm rolling mi- in at ten mi- ten Bro, o'clock at night. It's three miles and change. Like you, you, you can, can walk it. that. I will see. We'll see. We'll just say we'll see. I, I've never been really a, a runner guy. So we'll get an ice chest with rollers and we'll bring beers for you and we can just walk the whole thing real fast. You know what? If you hook a fucking lawnmower to that, I'm on board. <laughs> Shane, Shane. Have you seen me? <laughs> I have you, seen you, sir. Do you, do you do you believe that I'm a runner? <laughs> I don't think any of us are fucking runners. However, yeah, and you guys know how I smoke. Yeah, this is gonna go well. All right, so we'll we'll do five k in an hour and a half, and uh, probably have a beer halfway through. But we'll we'll finish. Sounds good. Anybody want to join? Join us. It'll be fun. So. Gaming on a cruise ship is usually not a winning proposition. You know, you are in the middle of nowhere for them to be open and you can't go anywhere. So they, you know, they really have no reason to give you good gaming. And I didn't really spend very much time in the casino. Um, But one night I walked through and I saw what looked like a blackjack table. And if you listen to You Can Bet On That, they've had callers and Mark and Dr. Mike talked about these uh, $6 minimum bets. Yeah. It's usually, right, it's like a $5 minimum and they try to get you to play the one of the bonus lady. bets for a dollar. Right. Well, so they had Lucky Lady, they had yeah. a few others. And I came across a game called Super Fun 21. Oh, yeah. That's my shit. Oh, okay. That's your shit. Okay. So we got to talk about this. Okay. All right. So... I'm reading the felt and, uh, you know, I'm trying to figure out what's going on here. And it says, you know, a player 21 wins automatically, regardless of what the dealer has. Right. Okay. So player has 21, uh, whether it be via blackjack or it be you draw to 21, it's an automatic winner. Blackjacks pay three to two. And I said to the dealer, like, all right, so what's the catch? (laughs) And, and he said, no catch. What do you mean, no catch? Uh-huh. I said, no, there's no catch. It plays just like blackjack. All right. So I'm reading the felt. And, you know, if this was in a uh, uh, a sanctioned casino somewhere, like it would definitely have to be on the felt, right? Or, yeah. or the placard at the table. And I'm reading everything. I mean, I, I, I'm looking at this table like it's hieroglyphics. They've got, <laughs> you know, all this stuff on there. And I'm like, all right. Well, I mean, it's a $6 minimum. He's saying there's no catch. All right, what the heck? I'll, I'll sit down and I'll have a couple of drinks. So it's an eight-deck shoe, and we're about halfway through the shoe, and it dawns on me, I haven't seen a king the whole time that we're playing. <laughs> and I said to the dealer, I said, kind of weird there haven't been any kings. And he said, no, that's not weird. There are no kings. Uh-huh. I said, what? He said, yeah, the the kings are pulled out. It's an eight-deck shoe, but the kings are pulled out. I said, when I asked you if there was a catch, you didn't think that was pertinent information? That 32 kings have been removed from the shoe? Right. He said, no, that's the way the game's played. Now, 
<laughs> you motherfucker. Uh, yeah. Now, now, as as it turned out, you know, there was positive variance. Right. And, you know, I'm, I'm up anyway and I had a few drinks and I had a good time. But I'm like, how how does it not say anywhere that you've got 32 face cards pulled from the shoe like that shit matters? Yeah, like, it, it, does. May, it may not matter to everybody, but if you play like I play, that shit matters. And uh, yeah, so I colored up and uh, went to bed. Yeah, so <laughs> beware. It isn't just, all right, they're going to try to get you to put a dollar on a sucker bet. Like that game was missing kings and there was absolutely no documentation on the felt, on the placard, nowhere. And the dealer sure as shit didn't tell me. Yeah, nope, imagine how much tourists they get with that shit. And same thing for like Spanish Twenty One. A lot of people who know the game know that a lot of there's no tens, but a lot of newbies don't know that there's no tens in the deck. So it, it's a big deal. Note to self. But I would have thought, and maybe I'm wrong, right? No, because yeah, I mean, right. when, I, when I mentioned Super Fun Twenty One, you you definitely sound like you know it and you like it, right? Uh, I I hadn't come across a game where they pull out the kings before. Like, is that is that how it's played everywhere? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's how it's played. The same thing. Like I said, the their games now they're looking for any kind of bonus and edge that they can get. And with Spanish, they take out the tens. With Super Fun Twenty One, they remove the kings, and you know a lot of different versions. That's why it's it's pretty. For me, I find out by playing obviously low stakes. I want to figure it out, find out from the table what's going on, what's the catch to this game. Even at our casino here, a local one, they've come up with a blackjack side bet that if you put a dollar to five dollars, you get to spin this um, random digital wheel and it spins and you just get this random jackpot, but only if you bet it and you get a blackjack. Like there's just so many different variances. But yeah, you're right. If you're not, if you ask the dealer, hey, is there, what's the twist? And he says there's nothing different about this game. Plays, plays just like Blackjack, the man said to me. <laughs> 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 Too funny. Uh, oh, just like Blackjack, just no kings. You know, I, I assume that would matter to some people. Anyway. So did, you, did you do good at craps on the, on the cruise ship? I usually do good at craps. I really, I really didn't spend very much time in the casino. This was really a, a family oh, okay. trip, and uh, you know, like if we're if we're in Atlantic City or we're in Vegas and the kids are with me, you know, the kids go to bed at like eight nine o'clock, so I just go down afterwards. Yeah, I had my kids, I had my nieces. Like these kids were up like crazy late. Yeah, this was this was really just family time, more time with the kids than anything else. Outside another yellow moon There's ponds to hold in the night time, yes I climb to the window and down to the street Alright guys, so we hope you guys enjoyed our trip report on both sides. I know we had a blast, Shane. Sounds like you had nothing but a blast. And we, again, we really enjoy doing this stuff and meeting up with you guys and getting it, the exposure out there. So, I mean... It's fun to put ourselves out there, like we said, but again, it's even more fun to hang out and laugh with these guys every week. So, again, we appreciate you guys listening. Do us a huge favor. Go on iTunes. Leave us a review. Let us know if you guys are enjoying it. And even if you're not, let us know that, too. But again, from Vegas Confessions, much love. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.